In today's podcast, we're going to talk about curfew. Do you need to have one? Is it important? What if you didn't? Is there another way of looking at this? And how do we help keep our kids safe and invested and wanting to come home on time? Welcome to the Art of Raising Humans. Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Art of Raising Humans. I'm Kyle. And I'm Sarah. And, you know, Sarah, we're, today we're going to talk about curfews, okay? Like it's school's full-blown going on. Parents are thinking, when is the right time we should have that kid get home? Mm-hmm. You know? And kids want to hang out and have fun with their friends. Yes. And maybe they don't always want to come home. Yes. And so especially because maybe it was a little more lenient and stuff over the summer. Yeah. And they're like, now it's school time. We got to focus in and get this stuff. So we got to have this curfew down. And so there's a lot of negotiating going on, a lot of discussions. Now, before we dive into that topic, we do have a speaking event going on in Tulsa this weekend. So on Friday uh, of this week, we are going to be speaking at Anthem, and Anthem is a church in town. We're going to be doing a conference from 6 to 9.30, and we are going to be covering three areas, parenting from the lens of faith, parenting with the knowledge of science, and the essential skills to parenting. It's a presentation we really enjoy doing, and we're always fine-tuning it to to, to make it even more helpful for, for parents. So if you are in town, you can go to our speaking site on parentinglegacy.com. You can go there and find the link and you can see the information. And so, and we'd love to have you out there. And if you have any speaking events that you're thinking about for us, we'd love to send them our way and you can do that through the site. Okay. Now, Sarah, did you have a curfew growing up? Maybe a couple times. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know I'm strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't really have much of a curfew. We just sort of would discuss what time we were going to be home based on the event and okay. people and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't have a curfew either. So, I okay. mean, th- th- there was, cause it seemed like it was, it was more, we did it according to whatever was going on. Right. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't the standard time. Now I, I knew a lot of friends. Me too. Me too. Most curfews. everyone I knew, I was the only one who really didn't have this just curfew thing. Yeah. 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 And so, so in light of that, are curfews necessary? I think they're helpful. Okay. Yeah. What's helpful about them? It's helpful to know. Uh, it's helpful to know when they're going to be home. Mm-hmm. Do that. And... That's a good thing. Though. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's helpful for taking care of them and mm-hmm. keeping them safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of helpful pieces to curfews. Usually, with that is who are you with? Yeah. And how are you getting around? Yeah. And where are you going to be? I think the most ties in... into curfew. When I'm talking to parents who have curfews, the most compelling thing to me is. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. It's, it's, it's I know, helpful I know, to know yes. when they're going to be home so I, I can go to bed. No, almost all the parents are like, I can't go to sleep until I know where they're yes. at. And yeah. we couldn't either. We wouldn't just go to sleep. Right. But, oh, I hope they get home okay. You know, right. like you want to know they're home. So, mm-hmm. so that's a big important piece of maybe having a curfew, right? Mm-hmm. Is it gives the parents some peace of mind. The kid is home. I can go to bed. Because as long as they're out, and rightly so, there is some concern, right? right? There's some concern about, are they safe? What's going on? Are they going to need me? You know? Mm-hmm. And so at least maybe one parent can sleep. <laughs> at least at least one of the parents is typically up worrying about that. So that might be an important reason to have a curfew, right? W- what is typically the intent behind a curfew? You know, I, I think most, like you said, most parents have yeah, I was gonna it. Say, they think it's a given. You got to give them one. What's yeah, the intent behind that? Probably just to make sure they're home and safe. I mean, I would feel kind like of. one of the yeah. big one is so. Otherwise, they'll just stay out all night and yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, I well, need to make sure that they're they're back. 
Well, the intent is also, yeah, that there bad things happen at night, right? That right. there's a lot. Yeah, we we yeah. all know statistically, there's more drunk drivers out at night. There's yeah. like there's there's not a lot open at night. Right. <laughs> so it's just like what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing up at night? Getting into trouble. And we've all been kids. Yeah. And we know when we were out late at night. Maybe the best decisions weren't made all the time. Maybe. Because you're right. tired, you're you're silly, you're goofy. Mm-hmm. There's really like less accountability at that time. So you could you no, it's not really stuff. structured, yes. so it's a free for all to whatever random ideas someone might have. So 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 some positive outcomes of a curfew is possibly it keeps your kids safer, right? Mm-hmm. It helps them stay away from making dumber decisions, you know? Okay. Um it also gives you the peace of mind so you can go to sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure listeners, if you're listening, I'm sure you have even more, but there's a lot of positive outcomes to doing it, okay? okay? Now, I don't know if people have thought about this, but what are some negative outcomes of having a curfew? Just where I'm just imposing a curfew on them? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm kind of taking the reins and they're not really getting the chance to practice some responsibility and decision-making. Yeah. And... Yeah. And, well, and maybe they think, this is what happens to a lot of teenagers I'm helping, Sarah, is... They, is they they think that it's my parents' job to control me. Yeah. You know? Like if they didn't set this curfew, oh my gosh, you don't know what I would get into. Yeah. You know? And so they think the only reason why they're not making those dumb choices is because their parents imposed yeah. a curfew on them. And missing out. Yeah. Yeah. That's another outcome for them. They would say right. it's a negative outcome. Right. Yeah. yeah. I might miss out. So that's yeah. a big one. So the FOMO mm-hmm. aspect of it. That they're like, oh, my friends. And when I go home, they're all like, oh, you have to go home. Are you serious? We're going to do all these fun activities yeah. and go to this thing and do that thing. And so the kid will go home. And, and, and teenagers yeah. are wired yeah. at that point to be focused on their friend group, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and not that parents and families aren't important, but their brain is focusing on this outside world. Mm-hmm. And so taking that away, what feels like you're taking that away from me, this most important thing. Yeah is to them a really horrible outcome. Okay, and then what could be some negative outcomes of parents not having a curfew? Uh, yeah, sometimes really bad decisions, you know, harmful decisions yeah. are made. Mm-hmm. And you know, when when group think, yep. you know, sometimes yeah, when people are in yep. big groups, they yep. do things they wouldn't do alone. Yes. Um, they, they're, sometimes you're tired, some things are happening, and you get in positions or situations you wouldn't normally find yourself in and yeah. lots of well and i think kids, we all have a good long list of things that can I'm happen i'm thinking of stories <laughs> <laughs> but but i'm thinking of you know it, where the kids are very impulsive right yeah and actually and when you're the, tired and you're their prefrontal impulsive. cortex is not fully developed so yeah. they're not making their ability even to assess a situation and make those decisions mm-hmm. sometimes is hindered, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking as you were talking, I mean, I, for the most part, I didn't do a lot of stupid stuff, but there were times where we were out late and at my high school, there is, it's a big high school. So it's one of the biggest in Oklahoma. And uh, I remember we, when we could drive, one of my friends, let's take the car and see if we can drive through the out, outside hallway areas of the school <laughs> without hitting the, the stone uh, pillars and we're driving uh-huh. and just thought it was a blast, right? Uh-huh. You know, and it was looking back, you know, could have gotten into some big trouble, you know, yeah. but, but we were yeah. thinking that was real funny. And this is a part of growing up is being stupid and silly, right? Mm-hmm. But, but sometimes that can turn dangerous. You know, you see that all the time on the news, yeah. uh, people getting into to car accidents. I heard one, I was listening to a podcast recently about kids playing tag with their cars. Yes. So chasing each other through yes. some back roads, trying to do tag. So, so curfews, hopefully that they can help limit that. And so the negative outcomes of that, sometimes I think kids feel like maybe the parents don't care what I'm up to. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why they don't give me a curfew. They're, they're actually just happy I'm gone and out of the house. What we're always trying to do is expand our listeners' perceptions of this stuff. And you and I really want to move away from this kind of dichotomous thinking. What I mean by that is it's either have a curfew or don't have a curfew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a third option? And Or good or bad to end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's either this or that. Yeah. But what did you just ask? What, what, what <laughs> is the third option? Is there a third option to those? To, to either have a curfew or not have a curfew. Okay, well, I'm not sure where you're going with that, but I think, of course, there's other options. There's options of sometimes having a curfew and not, and creating a curfew together and planning it out together. What if we didn't even discussion. call it a curfew? Right, what if we didn't right. even call it? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, there's a third option. It doesn't have to be called a curfew, right? Right. We sit if there's down- a lot of, for me, I have I don't have much w- with the word curfew, yeah. but if, if they're in your history as a parent, that word carries some weight, or if your child feels like it carries some weight, even if it's just because of what their friends say about it, might be a good idea to not use the word curfew. And no, here's all I'm just saying. Honestly, probably wouldn't think to use it because I didn't, you know. I agree. We didn't have come from my one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. We don't think to use it because yeah. we know. But I also hear a lot from kids when you use that word. Cur- What's your curfew? What's your curfew? Yeah, it's all in framed in this like. When do your parents make you come home? <laughs> so you this know? this and, imposed. Yes. Here you go. Time to be home. And, yeah. And, What's and, yours? So what I'm seeing from the kids that I'm helping is the kids aren't thinking it's their responsibility at all. Like mm-hmm. they think it's my parents' responsibility to make me come home. And then yeah. all of the conversation with their friends, they're all using that same word curfew. And it's it's this it's this word that implies you must be controlled by your parents and yes. you must be told to come home. And it implies you're missing out on all the fun stuff we're gonna do um yeah. that with that for those kids who have later curfews. So I'm hearing a lot of times the kids are f- pushing against the curfew, trying to make it later and later. They're coming home because it's automatically negative. And they're coming home five minutes after curfew and it's causing all these big yeah. blobs. The parents are mad, like we said curfew was this. And so so what I'm noticing is there needs to be a reframing of the point of that curfew. And maybe it would help just to throw out the word, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know I don't have a curfew, right? I'm an adult, but yet there is an expectation between you and me that I come home, right? right? Right. There's an expectation that I will communicate if I'm not home at a reasonable time that we have agreed upon. Right. Right. Like and there'd I, be some at least general idea of where you're going. When are you going to be back? Whenever yep. we leave, either one of us goes somewhere. We have that communication understanding. So otherwise, you're left just wondering, uh, what's happening? You'd be very concerned, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And especially if you couldn't get a hold of me. Yes. Or, yeah, and, and I, and I, oh, my happened? phone was dead. I'm sorry. I, I mean, this is uh, the yes. thing teenagers will yeah, say a lot. Yeah. My phone was dead. I ran out of battery. And the parents are like, oh, my gosh. You know, here's an external charger. Here's all these ways to like, you know, or I was yeah. tracking you on this. And there was all these discussions mm-hmm. about yeah. That's what I was trying. thinking of the app that all the apps that mm-hmm. help that, manage curfew. Yes. And and mm-hmm. so I'm with us, there is this general expectation. I'm using us as an example because mm-hmm. you're trying to raise your kids up to be able to be human beings who know that other people care about them and want right. them home safely, right? right? And that they also want to be home safely. Yeah. So you're saying this is something that they're doing now, but it's something they'll need to do their whole life. Yes. In all the relation important relationships that they're in, there would be these kind of conversations. It's really not just this moment in time where you need a curfew yeah. or a time. To- and, and I want them to know from the time we believe this conversation needs to happen, I don't know, 15, 16, definitely when they're driving. I want them to believe it is their decision. It's not ours. And mm-hmm. what I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not just a decision they're making independent of us. They're right. making the decision with us. 
But really, this these few little years that you have, 15, 16, 17, 18, it's a chance to help build a skill because they're going to go to college and you're not going to be there to yeah. impose any type of curfew. Yeah. And I hope, I think what every parent wants who's listening is they want their kid to go to college. And even when they're in college, be responsible and to mm -hmm. be able to say, hey, I have class tomorrow, so I can't stay up really late tonight. Mm -hmm. I if, need to go home and go to bed. If everything's being imposed on them and controlled now, then all of a sudden they've never had the chance to practice driving that that car. All of a sudden it has just been handed to them because they turned 18 and went to college. So they've never had practice on setting that boundary, right? Mm -hmm, so that's right. one thing. They've never had practice. You know, one kid I was helping with, this kid's quite a leader. And this kid realized through our discussion that 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 they thought they were going to miss out on all. They had this FOMO thing. Yeah. But if they would just say to their friends, hey, I told my parents I was going to be home by 11. And so I know there's a lot of fun things we could do here, but actually there's a lot of fun stuff we can do at my house. And this this kid was like, I think my friends would actually just come back to my house. That mm -hmm. I think at night, they th there is this idea of just being away is the goal, being out of the house. That's a part of being independent and growing up. Yeah. And I think the conversation about curfew feeds into that story. They're like, oh yeah. no, you're you're not <laughs> you're not an adult yet. Yeah. You still need to come home. Now when you're 18, you can do what you want. There's a lot of this kind of discussion. Anytime you're being kind of imposed and forced to, to come back to a certain spot, <laughs> it can feel a little well, confining it, it, to a teenager who's trying to get out and be independent. And, and even when I talk to these kids, way. lots of times, Sarah, they're they actually do a lot of fun things to do at home. Yeah, you know, many of them actually don't mind being around their parents. So it, I, I want it to be a win-win for everybody. So mm -hmm. when I'm proposing to this kid, why don't you just tell the kids to come back to your place? And I, oh yeah, my parents actually don't mind the kids coming over. And my, my, my parents actually say they would like that. But up until then, it didn't seem like a choice they could choose. Mm -hmm. It was almost like, oh, why can't I stay out longer? Why don't you just bring your friends back? Oh my gosh, mom. You know, and there's this like discussion back and forth mm -hmm. as opposed to the kid going, oh yeah, actually I do like getting home by 11 because then they're not worried. They can go to sleep. And actually there's a lot of fun things I like doing with my friends at my house and we could just watch mm -hmm. movies at home. And actually when we've done that in the past, it's always been really fun. You know, some of these kids have cool things like swimming pools at their house and the kids just go back and go swimming or they have, you know, the parents are willing to buy some food for them or snacks or they could play video games or watch. There's all types of things they could do at home. Yeah. But but their mindset is when you grow up, all the fun things are outside of yes. the home, even yeah. though they know they actually enjoy doing stuff at their house. Yeah. You know? yeah. So 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 I, I what I'm wanting to kind of expand is if we move away from the idea of curfew and many people who are listening had curfews, curfews imposed upon them mm -hmm. is to think of this different way, this different way where you are co-creating how you want this nighttime dance to go. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is sitting down with your kid and making it a win-win yes. for you and for them. Yeah, It doesn't have to be a win-lose. Like I, I'm not, I don't want parents to be like, oh, so you're telling me my kid should go out till <laughs> two because that's not my, no, yeah, dad, my curfew's two. <laughs> staying up till two. Oh my gosh. Like I yeah. want to get sleep. And yeah. so like, I think having that discussion with that, at least in my practice, in our practice, you know, when I'm mm -hmm. working with kids, Sarah, Lots of them actually resonate with that. Yeah. You know? And kids actually, you know, I, th I th think a lot of parents feel like, well, I need to tell them, you know, they have to be safe and they need their sleep and all all these things. But they, they actually know that, mm -hmm. you know, they're very aware of their schedule the next day. And if you give them space to for them to say what they need and why they need it, then instead of coming at them saying, well, make sure that whatever you're planning, you're going to do this and this and this. They actually hold a lot of that and know it. So give them the space and room to come up with the reasons for why they need to be home. And well, and I'm thinking when when our kids own are in that college, responsibility. I want our kids to do exactly that. To go, sleep is important. Mm -hmm. 
being safe is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to believe that not everything fun happens at night. You yeah. know, they can do other things. Yeah. Um, when, when they're out at night, they're less likely to you know, be taken advantage of, to be, yeah. you know, hurt. There's all types of things. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want them scared of night, but mm-hmm. I do want them to understand that for every human being, even for, for adults, every, yes. that increases yeah. exponentially at night and mm-hmm. that there is a lot of fun things you can do with your friends that actually are really safe at your house. So, mm-hmm. so I want them to go to college knowing that and then being able to prioritize that rather than what I see happening is a lot of kids who have strict curfews, parents aren't co-creating it. The kid goes off and now the kid has bought into a lie that being an adult is when you have no boundaries. Yes. There's no boundaries yeah. on my time. I don't put boundaries on when I need to come home. I don't do it. Like staying out as late as possible, no matter what the consequences the next day or the consequences that night, that's the goal. And that's living. That's growing up. Even though we don't do that as adults. Like, no. you know, you and, and, I- and probably most of us have at some point did stay out too late mm-hmm. or stay up, you know, and then you had to get up for work the next morning or get up for a college class the next mm-hmm. morning and you're, you feel horrible and- we know, and so we want to use this as an opportunity to practice some skills yeah. before you're just thrown into that mix. Well, well and, and teaching that regulation. I remember there's times even when you and I were first married, we would sometimes play video games together because you're pretty awesome. <laughs> and we would play this game and we just couldn't seem to turn it off because we were trying yeah, to beat yeah, this game. Yeah. And we'd be up to like 3 a.m. and we still yeah. had to go to work the next day. Yeah. And it was through some trial and error of like, you know what, this isn't important. So now we are very disciplined about when we stop entertaining ourselves or yeah. stop. we'll and, even and, stop a movie in the middle and yeah. like we need our sleep we've yeah. got a big day tomorrow and we're not going to binge shows because yeah. we know we need to go to sleep the next day and yeah. you want your kids to be able to do that what i'm seeing is a lot of kids who don't they've never been invited into that discussion you know and so i think at this age you know when you're going into the 13 14 15 16 that kind of age where these curfew discussions are happening mm-hmm. this is a moment for parents to back up stop being the managers of their life and co- start actually instead being a consultant that helps them be able to see these as opportunities mm-hmm. for growth. And I wrote this down, Sarah. It's an opportunity to learn how to co-create with your kid. It's an opportunity for them to be a leader and guide how they spend time with their friends. It's an opportunity for them to practice putting boundaries on themselves. Um, it's an opportunity for parents to move away from being a manager to a consultant. It's a chance to teach kids how to create boundaries for themselves and others. Um, they can create a different type of relationship with their friends. It doesn't have to be us always fighting against what our parents are asking us to do and what our parents want is like so frustrating and annoying. It's really, you know, your kid could become a leader in that sense to say, hey, the fact that my parents want to go to bed, I think that's good. Like they're actually, mm-hmm. when they get good sleep and not worried about me, they're much nicer people, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't want them to be scared. I don't want them to, be, you know, and, and learning to teach your kid, it's an opportunity for them to learn how to do win-win type interactions. I love, with, with I love friends. that part where you've, it's not just a handing over the reins. Okay, kid, let me know when you're coming home, but that co-creating and that win-win, what's going to work for you and work for me mm-hmm. and letting the kid think about that, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so what's going to work for my parents and what's going to work for me? This is what I want. But how will that also, I need to consider them as well. Because in future relationships, even if it's workplace or something like that, that's how you need to think. I want this and this, but they need this and this. So how can we bring that together? And I almost hesitate to use the word compromise in that discussion. That's why I like co-create better. Compromise almost sounds like a lose-lose. 
Yeah. It sounds like we're yeah. both, ah, neither one of us are happy about it. Mm-hmm. And if we aren't, that means it's done correctly. Mm-hmm. I want it to be where we both are caring about what the other person wants and considering it as we create a better way that we both can yeah. hand in hand do that. Yeah, because you know? both of us, both of our wants, our needs, our desires in this situation are valid. Even that the teenagers wish to have fun with their friends is valid for their developmental stage and what's going on, you know, and we know they need sleep and all that, but their desire is probably more for the fun and what the parent needs and wants. And that's, I want you safe. I want you all, you know, I need my sleep. Both of those things can exist together. And once again, I would say it's no different than how you and I would deal with it as a couple. You know? Yeah. So let's say even if I was to go out with some friends, there would be a discussion about what time would be appropriate to come home. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would let you know if that was changing or that'd be later and there'd mm-hmm. be this trust that I'm, I'm going to come home at that time. So, and typically even then you would still be kind of awake, you know, and I would try not to make it too late. So that way then I'm not waking you up and you likewise yeah. with me, you know, yeah. there'd be this open discussion. That's what we're trying to model and then guide the kids into doing because that's interdependent relationships. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're growing up. You're trying to move away from this codependent where we manage everything for you and the kid is mm-hmm. just, and then moving, there is this independent thing, but I think on this, I want to expand this conversation from, being independent is just you doing whatever you want and us losing. Right. Interdependent yes. is let's yeah. win-win. Like I really yeah. do want you to have a fun time with your friends, but I also want you to be safe. I also want to be able to, and actually when you talk about that with the, teen, the teenager, the teenagers I talk to actually want that too. Right. They don't want to be in danger. They want, <laughs> I mean, now in their mind, they may not perceive some of the same things as dangerous, mm-hmm. but but they're also open to the fact that you know something they don't. Mm-hmm. And and so anyway, I, I, I hope today I just really have been experiencing this a lot and it's been really fun. I'm telling you, listeners, it's been really fun when teenagers are able to understand that this isn't just about now, but it's to help them be more successful in college later and in mm-hmm. life later. Many of them do resonate with that. And mm-hmm. they, they're like, oh, that's true. I actually do need to practice this now. And this is mm-hmm. the time to practice it with people who really love them and are looking out for them in ways that those people may not be there when they're in college. You know, There may not be that accountability there. So I'm really wanting to help fine tune that skill and that communication um, while they're with us in our house. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so, so I, I, I hope, I hope this helps expand your imagination of what this discussion about curfew could look like. And if you want to throw that word out, feel free to do it. You don't need to use the word, you know, but if that word helps you still keep it within th- this kind of discussion about what time they come home, continue using it. There's, there's not a, there's not bad or good to use the word. I just think a lot of time in our culture is a lot of energy around it. So, mm-hmm. so if you know some other parents who are struggling with this, I know that you probably know the teenagers who are pushing against curfew and saying, let me stay out longer. And the parents are like, Oh my gosh, how long is too long? And there's like this, you know, those discussions are having share this episode with them and hopefully it'll help equip them to do something different. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you all. The Art of Raising Humans podcast should not be considered or used as counseling, but for educational purposes only. 